This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Hello, kia ora koutou and welcome along to the New Zealand Charity Podcast, the show that helps you to make better contributions to the charitable organisation you serve. I'm your host, Thomas Nabs, and today we've got the absolute pleasure of being joined by a fine young lady named Gemma Major. Gemma, hello, welcome. Kia ora, thank you for having me. Kei te pēha koe. Kei te pai ahau, kei te pēha koe. Ka pai, yeah, kei te pai, kei te ningi ningi ahau actually, oh. but a little, you know, it's the, for those of you who don't know, this is Friday afternoon that we're recording this, I'm actually ready for a little bit of a arrest, it's been a hectic week, mm. but look, let's hook straight into it, I'll introduce Gemma from my perspective and then I'll let her introduce herself. Myself and Gemma have been on I, th- I feel as though the world's brought us together about five years ago each of us had a vision of wanting to start our or pursue our own passions and and overcome some problems that we saw in the local community and it just so happened that we lived close by and therefore we went about trying to achieve our passions and we always have therefore just shared ideas and, and talked to the same people and, and she's been down a path of continual learning like myself and it's awesome to have you on the show today Gemma I'll let you introduce yourself perhaps some some of your roles with philanthropy New Zealand and with seed and we can uh, just have a good old corridor and see what comes yes. from it yes let's have fun Nabs so kia ora, my name's Gemma I use she her pronouns and yeah, I've been building Seed Waikato for the last couple of years with a amazing group of young adults who give a shit about being part of the change they want to see in the world. And so that's, yeah, made me a bit of a generalist through that role, a bit of get shit done and <laughs> be a little bit good at a lot of things. And then before I took up that uh, mission, I actually worked in the philanthropic sector and was the second employee of Momentum Waikato, a community foundation here through that work became really passionate about philanthropy and the opportunity that there is to really create transformational change in communities through resourcing them for impact and yeah I just am in love with philanthropy too so sit on the board of philanthropy New Zealand and also I'm part of the youth advisory group there yeah finding ways to enable more young people to get into the sector and disrupt that shit awesome (laughs) I can tell you're very keen about disrupting um, and having known you and seen you live that. It's really cool. Tell us firstly about Seed. What, mm-hmm. why, where, who, when. Mm-hmm. Go. So Seed Waikato was set up to enable young adults to live purpose-driven lives that they love. We do that by running wellbeing workshops and by creating different volunteer initiatives. And to be honest, there's no kind of like elevator pitch because we're really dynamic and responsive to our community's aspirations. And when there's a group of young adults within our community that want to do something about 
something they care about we basically just work to enable that to happen so yeah over the years we've done all kinds of things political a political drive to see more young people in local politics we've done an online resilience course which i think you're a part of that weren't you yes yeah, absolutely we, that was really cool we we tried to see if you could teach resilience online and it was a fun experiment with um, Bryony, shout out to Bryony, she's yeah, awesome too Bryony mckenzie but yeah, basically we're here for young adults, kind of 20 to 35 year olds and just make personal development really accessible. So, mm. yeah. And what was what was the reason behind that? Why did you feel as though there was that need? Yeah, well, we really started by sitting down and talking with 30 young people and just like understanding from their point of view what challenges they had and what their aspirations were and really really what was missing from young culture mm. and if something was to be set up what would build that sense of pride of saying that you're from the Waikato and, and you live in Hamilton or whatever um, and what kind of change do they want to be part of and so it was a natural progression that you know the themes amongst all of these interviews were that young adults were looking for meaningful connections and opportunities to grow and they wanted to hear from inspiring people who could share their golden nuggets and their secret source around what got them to where they are so yeah we've just basically been working over the last couple of years I think we've seen something like two and a half thousand people at our events and worked with the most incredible speakers and coaches and healers and educators and facilitators and bringing all that to life so yeah, yeah. 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 it's awesome you must have a real sense of pride when you look back at what you've achieved yeah absolutely and just like just so honored to be able to be part of this community i feel like there's so many amazing young adults who have so many strengths that are untapped and unrecognized yes. and with seed you get an opportunity to be able to leverage your unique strengths and um yeah we've been able to work with so many volunteers over the years in mm. different roles and that's really brought us to where we are today so yeah i'm just forever grateful for you look back and you just see like how all these things connect together to add up to be the thing today, you know, and I will never, ever take for granted those days where, you know, we're going till midnight, yeah. um, just, you know, dreaming and planning and executing and, and, and now we actually have some paid roles and yeah, it's just been an amazing journey. Yeah. And yeah. just on that, that midnight stuff, like I feel <laughs> as though that is almost a prerequisite or part of the course especially for a charity if you want to i'll say cross that ditch there's this mm. ditch of funders and and philanthropic individuals and people will jump behind you because you're helping them live their values mm. but in order to do that you've got to prove yourself Absolutely. and so you've got to prove yourself upon no funding mm -hmm. and for me i always call it this this two year this two year <laughs> sort of um, ditch right so uh -huh. and you could be doing that with full-time employment mm -hmm. if you're perhaps younger and in your 20s and, and lucky enough that you don't have any dependents and there's a, there's only so far that you can fall then perhaps you might be able to do that on part-time uh, mm -hmm. employment but there's this huge massive gap which mm. requires some sacrifice yeah hugely huge right huge yeah. sacrifice and there are benefits that come from it there's an immense amount of pride with Absolutely. anything that you put in with hard work but when when talking about all of these all of these charities and if you are wanting to start your own or if you're at a at a level and you feel as though it needs to get 
better and you're sitting there asking Gemma, hey, how do I do that? Well, what she probably won't tell you first off is a whole lot of hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. I remember waking up, I would set an alarm for like 5am. This was when I was working full time and I didn't have a baby, so I'm now a mum. But yeah, I would set my alarm for 5am and would work for a couple of hours before I went to my paid job. And then my lunch break, I would use that time to work on the project. And then after work, pretty much four or five nights a week would be working on it till late. And then one full day in the weekend. And there was a period there where it was seven days, but I burnt out Mm. and started to really resent what I was doing. Yes, And so I've had to learn over the years just how to build an amazing well-being plan for myself and have great self-leadership so that I understand yeah. where we're kind of in the, oh my God, this is really inspiring and exciting and I'm energized by the work yeah. and going, yep, I can honor that. And I also need to make sure that I do my breathing, my journaling, going to the gym, eating well, just drinking some water, getting some sleep. You know, those things are fundamental and, and they're actually quite basic, but yeah. you got to get them right in order for you to be able to sustain the vision. And like you say, that period of time where you've just got to go, 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 go. And everyone's saying, no, 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 no. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that you've lived those experiences because the population or the group that you really serve those typically sub 35 years old they have similar challenges and difficulties and mm. and they have to cross that ditch whether it be starting a charity or whether it be just finding their their own feet within mm. their own for-profit business or yeah, totally. even even a, studying yeah like studying even or, yep it's absolutely. like the different challenges they're just kind of skinned a bit differently they you are, know right? but yeah. we are cultivating resilience and determination and a growth mindset through all of it you know absolutely so, yeah, it's how you pick yourself back up when it's for sure. no after no. <laughs> and you've lived a lot of that. And then for you to be leading and not preaching, but guiding other people and other millennials through through that is mm. awesome to have lived that experience because I think there's sometimes people who are preaching what necessarily haven't fully lived. Totally. But, yeah. yeah, and I'd say too, like my experience with mental distress, like there was yeah. a period there where I had really chronic bipolar and schizophrenia and then after becoming a mother there was some postnatal depression and anxiety and it was just kind of like you know the ability to live beyond the label live beyond the circumstance and hold Mm. a vision over a circumstance consistently I've just learned so many lessons from that that Mm. I've been able to apply into building seed so yeah you're awesome all right (laughs) <laughs> so talking... we all got our shit now <laughs> <laughs> okay so talking about then we've said okay, right, first and foremost it's going to take a whole lot of hard work if you want to make an impact on anything not mm-hmm. just in charity on anything in life if you want to uh, live your potential a prereq is hard work and mm. we've we've gone over that now cast your mind back five years mm. and what are we 2021 so cast your mind back to 2016 mm. what some of the biggest lessons or one of the biggest lessons that you'd love to be able to tell Gemma back then that you've learnt through your experience in, in starting and cultivating Jeez, seed? that's a big question. <laughs> and for everyone listening, I've just received this question, so <laughs> you got me on the spot. Nah, it's good, it's good. 
Yeah, well, I was actually thinking about it. Seed started in 2018. It's only been three years for us. So yeah, I still would have been working full time, you know. Officially, but you were talking about seed in 2016 we were, at the hustle and yeah, we were talking stuff, about so yeah. there was something brewing for youth, you know, young adults in terms of making professional and personal growth a bit more accessible, but. Yeah, the rubber didn't really hit the road till 2018. So I remember you coming around to my parents' old house, actually. And yes. you, had a, you had a meeting around yes. there. That must have been 2016. With, Jeez, that was a while with ago. With the likes of your Mitch Graham and Greg yes. Johnson was yes, all, the all OGs. involved in yeah, Yes, yeah. the OGs. I wasn't actually part of that meeting, but they just had it at my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking back. I would probably say that I'm somebody in this setting. It's interesting because in my role in working in philanthropy, I worked with an amazing visionary leader and and I could really adapt into that circumstance to be highly detailed orientated. Whereas when I moved into the seed space, I found myself really in that visionary creative area and the detail wasn't as strong. Mm. It still obviously followed through because otherwise we wouldn't be here. But I think what was interesting looking back is that in that visionary space I'm 5, 10, 15, 20 years in the future and then arriving in the present moment with the current circumstance and I think as I look back I was exceptionally hard on myself to move faster and there is a certain speed that is required to be able to keep your momentum going and to be able to celebrate your wins and build off that but I think looking back if I could go back to my younger self there I'd just be like everything works out in perfect timing yeah work hard with some boundaries and hold your vision but give yourself some breathing space you know like there is a sense of urgency absolutely and there is a major mental health crisis absolutely and that cannot your work cannot be at the detriment of your own well-being or of the well-being of anybody involved and so otherwise we're out of integrity and so that's something that I've really sat with over the last six to 12 months of actually, we're a well-being organization. Well-being must be a core value that is lived out internally. And so, yep, we can have a pretty fucking inspiring vision. And yep, we've got a pretty good sense on what needs to get going. And we will hold our well-being with integrity in that process. So, mm. yeah, I think don't don't let your your hunger for you know making it all come to life tomorrow overcome your your basic human needs of looking after yourself yeah 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 one person that comes to mind is gary vaynerchuk and i know you sort of cringe there is that but it's also a lot more than that i think he i haven't watched gary in a couple of years mm. but when i was Making, right making the leap over that ditch and, and burning the candle at both ends like you're doing mm. gary's gary's messaging was even more relevant absolutely yeah and one of the things that he used to talk about was and probably still does micro impatience macro patience that's it yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and so for those of you who are in that startup phase of anything actually gary v or even if you're not gary v is mm. a really good resource to mm. be able to have and just check out gary vaynerchuk on on youtube i think he's on instagram as well yeah, and if you haven't everywhere. seen stuff he's good to good to just check in with as well i think he provides massive value so look let's wrap it up there for now but if you have any questions comments or feedback about the show or if you have any topics you wish us to discuss on future shows be sure to send us an email info at the waterboy.co.nz subject line nz charity 
If you wish to contact the Good Collective to support your charity or to sign up your business to be a service provider for charities, you can email info at thegoodcollective.org.nz. If you're listening to the show via a podcast platform, please be sure to rate, review and subscribe to the show and share it with your friends too. It really, really does help more Kiwis to hear about the show and then better support the organisations that they are passionate about. Thank you very much to our guest today, Gemma Major. Gemma, how can we contact you if we want? I'm reachable on Instagram via Seed Waikato or you can drop me an email, gemma.major at seedwaikato.nz. Amazing. And uh, be sure to listen to the next episode because Gemma's going to stay in the studio with us right now. We're going to record a second one. Thank you to FreeFM for their support of the show, to Maya Armistead for editing and obviously Credit Shapeshifter (laughs) for the tunes. Thank you for listening to the New Zealand Charity Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Nabs, and we'll be back again tomorrow with more tips, tricks, hacks, and learnings to help you accelerate your impact and create an even stronger New Zealand. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.